spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Yeah, away we go. It's another Ball Guys Minnesota sports podcast in a uh, snowy wonderland outside you guys what the hell happened yesterday <laughs> what was that what is going on i don't know i you know i i'm just i want to throw this out there because uh, and i know this will resonate with george especially but you'll remember um a few winters ago when it yeah. started in october and it went all the way to like mother's day i think it was the oh, eight, yeah. was it 2018 yeah i i kind of think it was yeah, anyway yeah. That was a brutal, brutal. Yeah. I mean, that was like the darkest winter of all time. <laughs> and we can't have another one of those. But here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So it, it it figures 2020 would hand us winter early, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. But what if 2021 is going, hold my beer? Right. I know. That's my beer. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> magical things going to happen when, when we flip the calendar to 2021. There's Not no guarantee. No. Yeah. It could be worse. You're exactly. We could look back and go, God. Only it were 2020 again. It's <laughs> a light year, you know. Uh, how, how jealous! How jealous are you guys of those people that are sitting down there watching the World Series in Texas? Yeah, Here, come on, man. Wearing shorts, drinking beers. Yeah, in shirt sleeves. In shirt yeah. sleeves. Yeah. And if you're a Dodger fan watching your team just womp last night on the race and guys, have you heard of the ticket prices are totally affordable for the world series right now? Totally affordable. Yeah. Lower than usual. A few hundred bucks, uh, multiple ticket exchange agencies reporting low prices for this year's fall classic Uh, seats for last night's game in Texas selling for as low as two ninety a piece. Let's go. Let's jump in. Let's get some cheap airfare. Uh, Go (laughs) sleep in our uh, rented car or whatever we get. Um, How about Mookie Betts last night? My God, right? Yeah, he's really good too. Yeah, yeah. And Greg, before we went on the air, Greg and I were talking about uh, Kershaw. You know, there's the guy who settles in and he's the horse you pay the big money to retiring 17 of 18 to finish the game in the sixth i was like he was lights out yeah i mean he could he probably could have pitched the rest of the game but i I think they want to save him because obviously they're you know and when you you get a lead like that yeah when you get a lead like that go ahead and pull him yeah so i don't know i'm i'm i mean i love the scrappiness of Tampa Bay, but come on, do these guys have a chance against all that talent? I oh, think it'll God. be more of a series than last night's show, though. Don't yeah. anybody agree with me that 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 this this isn't going to be over in four? No. Yeah, sweep, Dodgers. Sweep. Really? No, really? no. I I think I think you you everybody counts out the race too early in a series, and then all of a sudden, yeah, their scrappiness rears its head, and all of a sudden you're in Game Six, going, what happened? Right. Well, they even got a little bit of a of a rally going in the late innings last night. Um, you guys were probably all sleeping, but oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you know, they did get something going, and uh, you know, I was I was kind of interested. Like, you know, this could turn into a an interesting finish, but uh, yeah, it kind of got snuffed out. 
and uh, that was the end of that. But yeah, you you know, I I for sure would give them. I'm I'm not quite going with the sweep, but I'm going to say in five. I uh, think uh, I think the Dodgers win in five. I think Tampa Bay will have one moment of glory, and then yeah, kind of do. I saw the the Facebook post. Somebody, uh, you guys probably saw this too. Um, how much Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw make is uh, just slightly over the entire payroll of the Tampa Bay Rays. You see that post? <laughs> just what those two guys are making. And so wow. then everybody laughed and went, "Oh my god!" I, you know that that's spending so much. Yeah, but did you watch last night's game? I mean, I yeah, think they got yeah. every penny's worth there. That's just that's what we talk about every December during the winter meetings. You got to go get that guy, right? You do. You do. And, and we're talking about the Twins right. now, right? And and that won't happen. It won't. It's just so, not their history. I mean, it's just that's just not their mo. No, no. So and we talked about Bauer last week. That ain't gonna happen. Twins ain't gonna get Bauer, right? Let's be honest. <laughs> There's like six other clubs that are gonna do. Way more legit uh, offers than than what we're gonna throw. We'll throw something out there just to go. Well, you know, well we tried. You know, we tried. Crazy low ball offer that for some reason he didn't. Take. Oh, so. so what you're saying is Barrios is gonna be our ace next <sighs> year. God, you know, if no, if anybody, he, he, again, I'm gonna pop him in the mouth. Well, maybe this is his year. No, he, he's not. He's not an ace. <laughs> all right. <laughs> My Maeda pitched like an ace. He's not an ace either. He's no. not. Yeah. He's not in that same class either. He was he was a cast off from the Dodgers. Yes, you know eh, we don't he need this guy anymore. Starting five, it was like yeah, they were like you're good, but not good enough. Not good the enough. For would us. love you. <laughs> Put on some catcher's gear and warm up some other guys for oh, it. Man. And then he comes to Minnesota, and we're like, oh my god, you're our ace. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so let me talk about Joe Buck for a minute because Joe Buck is just, you think you're worked like a dog. Um, Joe Buck, so he does the, the football and the baseball. He's officially everywhere over a seven day stretch. He's calling three NFL games because of Corona, right? They're all getting moved around and shifted around. So we got a Tuesday primetime game, send Joe over there. And then uh, he's got World Series games without a day off and traveling between Tampa, Florida, Arlington, Texas, Orchard Park, New York, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And if the series goes more than four games, we'll get even more Joe Buck. And I was I was just about to say this is very controversial, especially among this group of four. Hmm. And I thought Joe Buck was a pretty good baseball announcer until... The words came out of his mouth last night. I don't know if you guys caught this, where he said, you know, a lot of people think the Dodgers just spend their way into a World Series. It's really a lot more than that. It's about development and coaching. And I was like, no, it ain't. (laughs) Their payroll is astronomical. Yeah. Hey, guys. So what do you think of Joe? Are you all Joe Buck haters? You hate the dude? Yeah. Sometimes. Why was there not more noise made about his hair? Did you see? Okay, because I was gonna say <laughs> what? Did, did, I missed it. He, he, he tried it blonde. He, he looks like he wants to be a Backstreet Boy. <laughs> it looks it's unbelievable. What did he do? Who? I don't who, know. The bat. <laughs> uh, did did <laughs> he, do he and, and Mike Pence go to the same barber or what's the <laughs> probably what's the story with that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, what? No, oh, I got to do some Google image searching. The game I don't know. Did, it, it did look kind of funny though. The game they did on Monday, did they call that game from Buffalo or did they do that from Los Angeles? 
Yeah, uh, they, I, I think, think they were they, there. They showed Aikman and him together. They had a backdrop, so they. I, I, my gut says, well, they've got to be in California. They can't be at the game because they they, they never showed exactly, you know, the stadium or anything. Mm-hmm. They would just show this, uh, you know, th- that screen behind them. So I, my guess is, because of travel or whatever, they they stayed behind it and called the game from from L.A. But I don't know if that's true. Oh. That yeah, might. I know, I know. Um, for radio for like the Vikings, Paul Allen's just calling the games at U.S. Bank Stadium live, and then the the road games he's doing off a. Of, you know, off a monitor. Um, and can we talk about him for a second? I'm just, uh, I'm, I don't know if anybody listens to Vikings games on the radio anyway, but. Oh, I do. I, just, I can't, I can't. I'm over the Paul <laughs> Allen thing. I'm done with. <laughs> He's so, so you guys know actually that the, the game against, uh, which one was it? It was, it was the uh, game before the game before last. <laughs> so whichever one was, was, it, was, it, was it Tennessee? That's the most 2020 thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, because I'm losing track of what, even what day it is anymore. But but um, we were driving up north, and I I was listening to the broadcast over the radio because that's all I had. Spence, you told me to get the get the app, so I should have, but I didn't. I was listening over the air, and of course the station kept fading on me. <laughs> so like I would miss really key things because the yeah. station would fade, and I'd have to like wait to catch up. <laughs> anyway, you all can can relate to that. <laughs> and he drops back to pass, and here's the throw, and it's <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. No. I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of his play by play either. I think his radio show isn't bad, but I, you know, I just I don't like him as a play by play guy. I don't either. Yeah, his show's not bad. Um, I can listen to that, but it's, it's just I don't know. I don't. Know. And it, I guess it's kind of funny because. He gets so frustrated with the inept play of the, like I don't know if you heard his call of the third cousin's interception on Sunday. No, I know. No. Like Eddie throws it and it's intercepted. That's the third one today. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all of us are just like, Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Did that just happen? And he, you know, he kind of called it that way. So you kind of expect him to just go, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> just like walk out. <laughs> crap. Complete crap. I'm out of here. And uh that game was complete crap. And and Kirk Cousins with the, oh. the, I mean, the first play of the game, and he throws it right to the Falcons defender, and you're just like, oh, oh, it's going to be that today, and it mm-hmm. was. Yeah, he he missed badly throughout the game. Yeah, yeah. those yeah, three interceptions in the first half, and you can talk about his stats at the end of the game. It don't matter because that was garbage time. They were right. so far ahead, right. and that stuff we did at the end. It don't matter what happened. What mattered was the tone he set in the first half and the hole that he dug, that there was no way we were going to get out. Wasn't it funny to watch Matt Ryan play? Because you see one of those guys who's stuck with an organization, and he's truly a franchise quarterback. The guy, I mean, he's good. He's really good. He's been that way his whole career, and he's stuck with that team. But we haven't had a guy like that. Geez, I can't even, was it, you'd have to go back to, to like probably Culpepper was the last time we really had a guy we thought, right, was going to be, I mean, young mm-hmm. and up and coming. Yeah. Prior to that, you can go back to Kramer and freaking Tarkington. <laughs> you know, we, know. we haven't had a guy in decades. I think Ryan has like 53,000 yards. Oh, he's right. Nine, nine years or 10 years with Atlanta. Yeah. Watching guys like him and even old guys like Philip Rivers out in yeah. Indianapolis now, I'm like, God, they're so good. Why mm-hmm. can't we get a guy like that? Me. I think that kid from North Dakota, 
that we that Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance, yeah. Yeah, I think he could be a stud. I really do. If we don't get him or Lawrence, I don't even think we watch football again. We just quit. <laughs> we need one of those guys, right? Well, we should certainly fall into it into the top ten for a pick. Yeah, if we tank it this year and then finally we take an offensive lineman with the first round pick, I'm going to blow up. Oh yeah, no, no, they can't do that. They got. Yeah, you need a quarterback. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll cover this uh, coming up a little bit later on. I've got this list of six quarterbacks who could be the Viking starter in 2021 because I I was just not only was that game so awful and so embarrassing, but then to sit there and think. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. We're stuck no. with this right. with this mediocre, mamby pamby loser for the next two seasons after this, and that just I can't take that. I can't no. take that thought. So we'll kick around some some uh, possibilities. A couple oh, of reasons the Vikings couldn't dig out of that hole um, was they couldn't establish a running game uh, after Madison looked pretty good uh, coming in for Cook a week ago. He couldn't get anything going. 10 carries for 26 yards. So should Cook have started that game, or, or does that not change your mind? No. Why risk yeah. further injury to that groin? You know, I, I think right. the biggest problem is that the, the cornerbacks are terrible. I, you know, I've not seen Gully run, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he could cover better than Dantzler can. <laughs> Even on his bad knee. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he is. He, he did okay a couple of plays when he covered the run, but in these pass coverage, oh, I, I don't, I don't know what the hell he's doing out there. He's completely he's lost. And uh, Gladney's the same way, but I think he's a little slower. Yeah, yeah, they just don't seem to be getting the the coaching they need. They're young, I get it. And there's a there's a growth period, but it's a mess. They look so completely turned around on yeah, the coverage plays. It's almost like we're watching training camp. You know, I mean, like, yeah, that's because they, yeah. you know, and, and, and in fairness, no team really had training camp this year anyway of any, not really of, of any sort. Right. I mean, so I guess that's what you get when you have such a young team, but uh, yeah. Jefferson looked good. Nine catches for 166 oh, yards, two TDs. Uh, you guys uh, believing in, in Justin Jefferson being the real thing and uh, being a superstar down the road. Yes. Yeah. 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 Feel good about that. What is he top five or six in the league, right? Yeah, and he that's that, he's got to get serious look for rookie of the year. I think you so. Know, he keeps it up. He wasn't even played that much the first couple of games, right? I mean, that, so non-factor, yeah. Right. Well, they tried. They, they had him in that slot position, right? But yeah. then they moved him outside, and he. Outside. I mean, he's starting to really develop and flourish out there. Right. The uh, defense was god awful for the Vikings on Sunday. Oh. Uh, nine, the <laughs> Falcons, nine of 17 on third down and three for three on fourth down. Come on, get off the field, right? right. Oh. And so that led to a time of possession that was super wonky, 40 minutes in favor of the Falcons, 20 minutes in, uh, in the Vi for the Vikings. And it was, it, it felt that way, especially at the beginning, it's three and out, three and out for us. And, uh, <laughs> they showed, you know, Turnover, turnover, punt, turnover on downs. You know, it, it was just, it was embarrassing. I mean, I, I heard a, a, a ridiculous statistic that the Vikings, as far as points allowed this season, are like, are they the worst in the league? 
Wouldn't surprise me. I think, I think they're right there for like the worst in the league for points allowed. Like even more than Seattle? I think so. Hmm. I mean, it was just ridiculous. The number I heard, I was like, what? It, it's bad. I mean, the, the defense is, I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. I think anybody else kind of holding their breath on Tuesday, waiting to see if uh, Zimmer got fired? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that serious talk now? Do you guys, I mean, do you guys believe it is now? I, I didn't, I didn't think so before, um, but I truly do now. But since it didn't happen Tuesday, I, I don't think it'll be happening this, uh, in this bye week period now. Right. Yeah. I thought it would happen on Monday. I kept checking all day and I've got mm-hmm. the, the score sports app and it, nothing, nothing, nothing. Like, wow. I guess they're going to hang on to him. But he did his press conference at like one or two. And I'm like, all right, this would be the time. Some Vikings brass bigwig steps up to the podium. Zimmer won't be here. He's been relieved of his duties. Mm-hmm. And then I think Spielman's got to go too, doesn't he? I mean, he's responsible for this this uh, crap pile of a team that we've got this year more than anybody. Well, yeah. And, you know, I mean, do you think he's regretting the, you know, extension for Cousins? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has to be. Because this is not working out. So something I found this week uh, says that that Zimmer... Zimmer wasn't a fan of the uh, cousin signing to begin with that in 2018, um, he didn't come right out and say it, but he was not in favor of breaking the bank to sign a free agent quarterback. In fact, he did a, uh, a press conference at the scouting combine and he was asked a bunch of questions because we were kind of, uh, we'll take you back to 2018. So we got case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater coming back from injury. Sam Bradford had a horrible season. He was hurt all the time. Couldn't see the field. And we were trying to decide what to do with that, that trio or to, to just get somebody else, go out and get a shiny new signal caller. And here's the quote from Zimmer in 2018, right before they signed uh, Cousins. He said, the thing that I told Rick was, when we sat down in meetings, I said, look, we've won this many games in these many years because of this football team, because we've played really good on defense. For the most part this year, obviously we played so much better on offense and we were able to go further than what a lot of people thought we would. So it's important that we continue to put the pieces in place on defense. And then he continued. He said, what I don't want to say is, okay, here's the one thing we're going to do this and we're not going to take away from the rest of the things that have gotten us to this point. So that's the other thing. He says, Rob Brzezinski, our cap guy does an outstanding job of saying, okay, if we do this, then we're going to have to give up here. If we do this, then we're going to have to do this. If we do this, we can add here or we can add there. So he said, I think all those things come into play. So if you read between the lines, he's saying, if we go out and spend but tons of money on a quarterback, we're not going to be able to shore up other parts of the team, including the defense. And guess what? That exactly played out just as he predicted two years ago. Or the offensive line, right? We haven't, that's just been completely neglected. Yeah, and I wonder, I mean, you know, obviously Zimmer is a defensive-minded guy. He always has been. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, he's not a dummy either. He's got to know that you can't just ignore the O-line forever. But, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, did he have any influence on, you know, Spielman on on focusing on the defense so much? It kind of seems like he might. I mean, you, you can win a championship with defense. I mean, how many times have we seen that? We've seen it with the Buccaneers. Man, when, mm-hmm. Brett, 
when, when, when Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer are your quarterbacks and you win a Super Bowl, you've done it with your defense. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just two examples, right? Yeah. Those, those Chicago Bears did it in the 80s. And the Bears have done it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like you can do it. And there's guys that believe in it. I, I was under the impression that that was his philosophy to begin with. So I was shocked that they did spend that money on Cousins. Mm-hmm. So do we do we unload a few before the, the deadline and, and load up on draft picks and try and go out and create salary cap space and, and draft picks? I, I think you I think you are in kind of a rebuilding mode, don't you think? I mean, that what, there's no way you can salvage what we have. It's a disaster. Who, what do you do with who would make that list for you? For me, it would be maybe uh, maybe Harris would be gone. For guys to unload? Yeah. To get draft picks now. You 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 could probably do well if you're willing to part ways with him. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Riley Reef has been talked about maybe being dealt. I don't know what you get for him, but bag of footballs. Kyle Rudolph is another guy that you could probably trade, but you probably wouldn't get much for. Long in the tooth. Yeah. 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 Harris is probably at the top of the list. Yep. Really get something for, right? That means you got to keep working with with Gladney and and Dantzler then, because, yeah, that's, you don't, you don't have much depth in that position. That ain't going to work out. I could be wrong, but we'll see. And isn't that uh, uh, Zimmer's specialty? He loves corners, great corners, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. now look what we have. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> right. The cupboard's bare. Yeah. It, it's just like, it's like, just freaking, it's like a Formula One driver having to get into a Volkswagen Beetle. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's dealing with. Fuck. <laughs> Well, not only that, I, and I get it. There, there's been a ton of injuries, so you can't forget that. We're not we're not playing with you know the the full squad right now, and some of our real studs um, are out, especially on defense uh, right now. So you have to keep that in mind. But I just I kept looking at that team, that Vikings team on Sunday, and thinking that just they just lacked any sense of urgency. That there was no real heart that this team was showing, no emotion. I don't, did you pick up on that? I mean, flat as hell. I just, right. I don't know what else to right. say. It was almost like they didn't want to be there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were getting throttled by a a winless football team. Yes. It wasn't even like, yeah. well, these guys won the championship right. last year. No, they're 0-5. They just fired their their coach, and their general manager. Yeah, Quinn. They didn't have practice because of COVID. I mean, he, you, wow. Yeah. Do you think that they just assumed they were going to whip an 0-5 team? Well, maybe, yeah. but you know, you even if that's the case, you don't come out like completely flat like that. I mean, don't you think you'd be at least pumped up a little bit? I don't know. Even oh, if yeah. you think you've got it in the bag, wouldn't you think, you know, like, this is going to be fun? Yeah. They look like they were just doing a funeral or something. <laughs> no, they all they look like they did the first couple of games where they were yeah. just, they just seemed they did like they Kirk Cousins looked like he was going to cry halfway through that game right Sunday. And well, the whole team just that just set the tone. I don't know if he, did he have too much of his breakfast cereal before the game? Did he have a tummy ache? Maybe from his cinnamons? Was that, <laughs> he, looked, he looked really miserable yeah, for a guy did. making thirty-one million dollars. I don't know why he looks so sad. <laughs> oh God, that money! Jeez. I know. Well, see now that's that's the thing. I mean, we are stuck with this. And, you know, that's going to have such implications for all the stuff we were talking about before, right? 
I mean, yeah, you can deal some guys, but you know, as, as you pointed out, Jeff, I mean, it's a pretty limited milieu of, of players that we can get anything for. So it's a, it's a real catch 22 right now that the Vikings are in. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They extended him two years, $66 million. Oh, puke, right? Is he a guy you could trade? Okay, so that's that's something people and and I know it's like who, why, who would? I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Who's strong enough to want him? But here's here's the yeah. situation people are throwing out there: the Niners, the San Francisco 49ers. Apparently, their head coach is. Uh, oh God, now I'm drawing a blank on his. You guys help me out with the. Uh, I can see him in my head. I I can't remember. The name escapes me too. 49ers, uh, real well known guy. Any anyway, he worked with with. Kirk in Washington and wanted to sign uh, Kirk when he was available. And the, and the Vikings said, Oh, the Vikings outbid. Yay. Yeah. And, uh, and so they ended up going out and getting Garoppolo. And he's been fine for them. He's been good. But there's some, the talk is a, poss- a slight possibility of Garoppolo for Cousins. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, would, I would take the Armin. I don't, I don't care. care. Bring What's Garoppolo away, right? getting paid? He can't be getting the the, the money that uh, Cousins is getting. I don't think he's in that thirty-one no. million dollar range. I no, think, I think he's well paid. I don't think it's quite that much. Um, so he's one possibility. But I, I found this this online: six quarterbacks who could be the Vikings starter in twenty twenty one. And Garoppolo is mentioned, but only a five percent chance of that. The other name that comes up, and I, you'd have to buy out. Um. Cousins' contract. Cam Newton came up. Are you interested in that no. at all? Yeah. Interested in Cam? I, no. No. He's he's old now. And he's kind of beat up. But I mean, because right. then that harkens back to the, when we were going out and getting Randall Cunningham, and we right. were yeah. these guys at the tail end of their career, and it worked out. But then you never, like like George said, you never had that that franchise quarterback then. Right. No. You only had maybe two years to to squeeze out of the old guy. Brett Favre. Well, in, in in some respects, you could say the same thing about Brett Favre. You know, right. I mean, Brett Favre. No. You know, he played lights out, mm-hmm. but then he was kind of done after that. Yeah. You know? Um. All right. So five percent chance of Cam Newton, five percent of the uh, Garoppolo trade, and then to harken back to what uh, George brought up uh, earlier, the kid from Marshall, Minnesota, uh, now at NDSU and just setting all sorts of records. He'll be available in the draft. He'll go early. Trey Lance, top ten for sure. Yeah. 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 And not only that, but have you, if you've watched him play, he's what you look for in today's game. Yes. Right. He fits Big that ball, The guy can run. He's just, I mean, he's just that prototypical quarterback that they're winning with today. And he'd be young, right? He might mm-hmm. have a rough couple of years, mm-hmm. but if he's there, if obviously Lawrence is going to go number one, right? Or somebody's going to trade to get there to get him. Yep. But I just think that. I think if he's available, we get him. I like that. That would be my my best uh, best hope there for this problem. Yeah, they only and, give us. And, oh, and, go ahead. Well, just just to just to piggyback on that, you know, we know that first round picks haven't always panned out to what they were supposed to be, and right. oftentimes you get deeper into the, you know, into the draft, and you you find out there's a real gem in there, and it's, this could be the guy, right? The yeah, other uh, name you can't get Trevor. Like, are you, are you, I assuming okay, we're not going to get the number one pick. We're not going to get Trevor. Five percent chance they said. But so. what? If, what if? What if we get a 
a top 10 first round pick and we deal some other picks and whatever is required to take that top spot to get him. That'd be huge. Do you go all in and be like, we want a guy that's going to be our, our, our franchise quarterback right. in the next decade. We've not had the balls doing anything like that in forever. So, amen. Amen. No, you're and right about that. And there's nothing, and it shows. Yeah, it shows. There's nothing about Lawrence that says he's going to be a bust. I mean, he really, I mean, he's a once, they said a once in a decade type of guy that comes along, right? Another name that comes up in the draft would be from the Ohio State University, Justin Fields, the quarterback there. Um, again, I, I think any of those three gives you that hope that down the road, you right. have that franchise guy, right? Right. right. A couple of rough seasons, maybe a, a rough season or two. But uh, I think Lawrence Lawrence probably gives you the best shot right out of the gate. <laughs> I'm right. going to the guy uh, right you know, away. Why, Playing where why, he does in the conference he does. Yeah, I agree. Why does it just occur to me that they're going to go with, like, the old guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, why? We got kind of, you guys. <laughs> do you see the parallel with the Minnesota Twins there a little bit? I mean, with, like, Minnesota you sports do. franchises getting the old guy at the end of their career. Right. And Because it's a deal, you know, because you can get them, you know, pretty cheap. Right. So, so in other words, we're going to get Jamison Winston. Is that, is that what you're suggesting? Oh, oh, no. No. That's what we're going to do. No. Mannion in 2021. Mannion. Mannion. Good God. They showed him on the sidelines Sunday with his helmet off. I thought it was my dad's accountant for a minute there. Like, who the hell is that? <laughs> Nobody even knows who he is. Oh, it's right? Mannion. I, did, I don't even know if his family recognizes him. Do they know so. he's football. Oh, yeah, that was, oh, God. Uh, it's, it sounds like the name of a restaurant. Mannions. <laughs> Mannions by the lake. Yes. <laughs> uh, e even the, the Cowboys have Andy Dalton to put a helmet on and go out there. I mean, at least he gives you a fighting chance. Right, right. Well, you, you wouldn't know that after that Monday night game. Uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Poor Dallas. Poor, poor Dallas. Uh, so the, the percentage is that on the six quarterbacks who could be the starter in 2021, Garoppolo, five, Cam Newton, five, 15% for Trey Lance, 10 for Justin Fields, five for Trevor Lawrence. Cause we'd have to, we'd really, unless we start packaging other players, you'd have to lose the, the next 10 to compete with like the likes of the Jets and that. Um, and then they say the 60% quarterback who will be the Viking starter in 2021 will be Mr. Serial Boy himself, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if the Jets draft Lawrence, what are they going to do with Donald then? I mean, do you, right? What, or is what would happen here would be classic Vikings fashion. Okay. <laughs> right. We brought him for in for a few years. We thought he was going to be great. He sucks. We'll send him to Minnesota <laughs> yeah. and we'll draft Lawrence. Yeah. You can have Donald. And then uh, he'll be a bust, or he'll get hurt, or something. They thought, they thought he was going to be the savior, right? And yeah. it never panned out. That's the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> Unbelievable! I, I could see him totally in a Vikings uniform. Yeah. <laughs> One of the percentages on that. Oh man! <laughs> you know, winning that Falcon game that doesn't guarantee anything, but that should have been a that should have been easy. The Vikings would have been two and four couple of wins in three games going into the bye right and right. then and then we could have so enjoyed even more the packers game against the bucks 
and uh, Tom Tom Brady, yeah. and because that was after the, it looked like the Packers were going to run away with it. Holy smokes, they just got drilled. Yes. And uh, how funny was it to see uh, the the uh, with uh, Sue and Rogers? Oh, that was, was awesome. Beautiful. That was so good. Beautiful. Did you did you see that last play in the first half where he just shoved him to the ground? Yep. I mean, like like it was a it was a schoolyard push hard. Yep. You little weenie, don't <laughs> yep. even get in my way. I was, oh, it was so awesome. What would you pay for the audio of those conversations? Oh my god, oh, that yeah. would be priceless. I can imagine. Can you imagine what was Roger saying back? I mean, oh. <laughs> and he's not used to be treated that way. No, no, right? no. <laughs> Super god, diva. Super diva. Well, we get to play. We get to face him. In Lambeau after the uh, after the bye, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see which team shows up. I guess yeah, right. Exactly. A uh, lot to go between then and there. Uh, all right. So let's see. You guys are all picking Dodgers here. World yeah, League? I think they're going to win it. All right. I'll say. Uh, I'll say Dodgers. Four games. Two. I'll get. I'll give two. I'll give two to the Rays. So will I. I say Dodgers in six. Okay. Gotcha. Golly. Four and one. I'm, I'm Dodgers and five. Spence has uh, has a sweep. Sweep. Broom out. Dodgers. Rooms at the broom out. All right, let's go book our uh, our tickets for uh, for the World Series let's game. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it tonight, but let's at least shoot for uh, for Friday. All right. There you go. Do you know this? Are they going to play all of those games consecutively? There'll be no days off. Is that? Have you heard? I've not heard. Uh, that. There's, there's no travel days. So I'm just wondering. You know, but what is that doing? No, their rotation. They're, they have Thursday off. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I looked at the schedule. I think they have Thursday off, and then they play back-to-back games Friday, Saturday, and probably Sunday. Oh, one question before we wrap. How did they determine um, the Dodgers being the home team? Was that a strictly record thing, or how was that? I don't know. They were both number one seeds. I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought that, was that the Dodgers were the home team. So, but, Oh, now that you bring that up, wh- why weren't Am I just like, was I on vacation for the last year or something? But what shouldn't the pitchers have had the hits? What wouldn't that be? The home team would be the, the National League team. The, the pitchers would have to hit and they weren't. Well, they've, they've got that DH rule this year because of the shortened season. That's oh, right. so they so so even in the National League. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. And even That's in postseason. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. In extra innings, they wouldn't do the goofy thing with the guy on second base, but right. they, do, they do do the universal designated hitter. So there you oh, go. Gotcha. All right. Well, okay. let's get our tickets, and uh, I'll meet you guys at the ballpark, all right? See you in Texas. All yeah. right. All right. <laughs> the ball, guys. We'll do it again.